0: 96.7 FM, WTOB, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Bryce Payne, and along with me is not Doug Ray, but the other Ray of The Wealth Guardians family, Garrett Ray. Garrett, welcome this morning.
1: How are you doing, Bryce? Good to be here.
0: I'm doing good as well. This week, we are going to be talking about, please read the fine print. You've heard (laughs) it before. You've probably been a victim to it to some degree or another throughout your life, Please read the fine print. Is what we're going to be talking about, uh, Garrett. Before we get started on that, how are we? Uh, how are we, to farin'?
1: Uh, farin Okay, Bryce. You know, it's, I appreciate your invitation, uh, Bryce. And I got a chance to uh, hang out at his place and watch the Panthers unfortunately lose again. So
0: we should make that uh, an annual tradition. <laughs> I know it's, it's it's
1: becoming a tradition now. So I think they're on uh, a nine. Uh, a yes. nine a nine-game loss streak,
0: largest loss streak uh, <laughs> in the NFL right now. So at least pretty we're brutal. number one in something, right? That's right. Uh, Broncos uh, managed to squeak out a win. And how about Doug's uh, um, Packers? I, did they win in yeah, the end?
1: They did. They did over okay. Chicago. It's a, Aaron Rodgers still owns them. So. so there's only
0: there's only I think four undefeated teams in the NFL now mm. for after week two. Only four undefeated teams. That's pretty. It's a pretty evenly matched yeah. uh, field then. I, I like to see that. Yeah, Very absolutely. good. All right, Garrett. Uh, so uh, before we get started on the please read the fine print, um, we want to take a moment and do our Wealth Guardian Service salute as we do here uh, every weekend morning. And uh, to anybody out there listening who you or a member of your family has put on the uniform for the old stars and stripes and for our country, we want to thank you, whether you're uh, in the service or you're a first responder. Your sacrifices do not go unappreciated here at the Wealth Guardians. We think about you, and we're doing that uh, figurative Wealth Guardian service salute to you and your family. So thank you very much for everything that you do for us. And, Garrett, thank you for your service in the Navy uh, as well. Uh, What are we talking about
1: this week here, Garrett? Yeah, so like Bryce had mentioned, please read the fine print. You know, Bryce, it's been said that the sales brochure giveth and the fine print can taketh away. It has been said. It has been said. Uh, I'd like to review a few examples of some things that we hear from clients when they just don't pay enough attention to that fine print. First one we have is, hey, I just got a big rate increase on my long-term care insurance.
0: I just got a big rate increase on my long-term care insurance. Well, that that can sting. Now, there's two types of long-term care coverage out there, and for somebody who's going into retirement or in retirement – One of the big costs or fees, expenses out there that can really sidetrack a retirement plan is long term care, health costs. And there's two types. Out there, there's traditional based long term care coverage and there's asset based long term care coverage. On most of your traditional bases, it's think of car insurance, you're just putting money in on a monthly or a quarterly basis. And if you never end up using or needing long term care coverage, then that money is gone, you don't get it back, just like car insurance. Use it or lose it is what it's called. They can increase the rate on uh, that you're paying on that on a monthly basis or quarterly basis as they see fit. So it might be that you first got into this policy 5 years ago and you were paying $200 a month and now you're paying 250 or $300 a month. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to pay it anymore, you can stop paying into the policy, but all that money that you put into it is gone. Right. However, if you're looking at asset-based long-term care, you don't pay into that on a monthly basis. You pay into that in a lump sum. And you have to obviously have the assets going into retirement to do that, but you could put a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand into that, and they can't increase the rate on you. Right? They they can't decrease the uh, amount of benefits that you're going to get because it was a predefined in the contract. So if you are having um, rate increases on your long term care coverage you probably not, or i not say probably, you are not in asset-based long-term care, and that's really what we uh, promote here at The Wealth Guardians. And if you'd like to learn more about that, uh, we'd be happy to uh, sit down with you and talk to you about how long-term care coverage might play an integral role in your uh, goals and objectives in retirement. You just got to pick up the phone and give us a call at 336-391-3409. We'd be happy to sit down with you. Absolutely. Okay. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians. Uh, Garrett and uh, myself, Bryce, here are talking about reading the fine pl- print. Please read the fine print. And Garrett, what's the uh, what's the next one that we've got on the list here?
1: Yeah, this next one comes up a few times. Um, yeah, I'd say I don't know, a couple times a quarter. Uh, the fees in this annuity are a lot higher than I was told. Mm, the A yeah, word. The A word in the finance world. Yeah, you know, I think it's important to understand what kind of annuity are you in there there's some annuities out there that can do some really beneficial things there's some annuities out there that can do uh can be a little bit uh, difficult to swallow as far as the fees are concerned um and typically when we see this type of case we're talking about variable annuities price uh, variable annuities are definitely loaded down with fees um they're they are subject to market losses mm-hmm. just like a mutual fund would be or, or some sort of etf so you've got the risk factor still at play there, plus the fees. And that can be a difficult pill to swallow.
0: Yeah, variable annuities are a distant cousin to the types of uh, annuities that uh, we have used uh, mm. here at Wealth Guardians. We've never touched a variable annuity because, as you said, there's zero downside protection on those. You're taking just as much risk as you are in the market. And the IB, the idea behind an annuity should be to protect yourself from the full market losses. And Absolutely. that's what that's what a fixed annuity can do or a fixed indexed annuity can do. Right. And those can have fees, But we here at the Wealth Guardians view fees, if we go back to talking about football, you got two sides of the game that you got to be good at. You got to be good at the offense and you got to be good at the defense. So bringing that parallel over, offense would be the growth potential of an investment tool and defense would be the fees. And You're you're trying to get as much offense as you can and have your defense block as many of those fees as you can. And variable annuities, it's tough to block those fees. But fixed uh, annuities and fixed index annuities, um, there are ones with fees and there are ones that don't have fees. And we, we here at the Wealth Guardians really try to focus on uh, lowering somebody's fees, whether it's the um, uh, the market side of your portfolio or the protected side of your portfolio. We're trying to lower the fees as much as possible. And it's not uncommon for uh, somebody to realize that the fees and the annuity that they got are a lot higher than normal. There's no shortage of people that come in and sit down yeah. with us. And we're analyzing, they had gotten into an annuity some years before with some previous advisor. And the fees are just killing their growth potential on that thing, and uh, we really try to protect you against that. So it's another, it's another good one, Garrett. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's the next one?
1: Next one, this mutual fund has really done well for the last several years, but it tanked as soon as I got into it.
0: Mutual funds. Well, um, <laughs> we're not a big fan of mutual funds here. Um, there is something. There's a there's a cousin of mutual funds called exchange traded funds out yep. there, which are gaining in popularity. A mutual fund is designed to outperform its index, which most mutual funds will do that maybe 50% of the time. Yet you're paying a cost in that mutual fund that you simply don't see in an exchange-traded fund. You're seeing that cost in a mutual fund 100% of the time, even though they accomplish their goal of beating their index 50% of the time. But an exchange-traded fund is simply trying to mirror an index. And because it's not trying to beat an index it's a lot less expensive to be in Mm -hmm. and it's tying the index more or less a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. So we're big fans of ETFs for the diversification side of a portfolio, not big fans of mutual funds. We don't use them. Um, but yeah, the idea that a mutual fund can do really well or anything that you see can do really well. And then as soon as you get into it, the market tanks and therefore the investment that you were in tanks, it's, it's, it's par for the course for a lot of people out there. We don't try to time the market here. Um, but Garrett, that's that's another good one, yep. and we hear that quite and, frequently.
1: And one thing that I'll say about the mutual funds as well is you know, they're, they're all in competition with each other. So you know, that Vanguard uh, mutual fund is in competition with that Fidelity mutual fund. And so if you've got your investor comparing, they're going to probably look at growth potential. And in order to get growth potential, they're going to mm. take on f- further risk. And then that's where you get to the example of, I just got into this thing and it tanked. Well, they probably took on more risk to stay competitive.
0: Great point. Great point. And uh, talking about uh, things tanking in the market, you know, the market has been very volatile. Uh, this year. And uh, we do seminars. And we've got a seminar coming up here, Garrett, on the 13th and the 18th of October. And it's uh, Retirement in Turbulent Times. And we've already done this uh, seminar earlier this year, but uh, we're bringing it back because it was popular and we've been getting requests to bring it back. So Retirement in Turbulent Times, whether you're already retired or you're planning on retiring in the next couple of years and you're Just not sure how much risk your portfolio is in line for if the market continues to go down. Highly encourage you to sit down and and go through this one with us. October 13th and 18th at 6.30 p.m. There's no cost. There's no obligation. But you do got to register. So uh, give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also register by going online at thewealthguardians.com and go to our Events tab, and we'd uh, love to see you there. Uh, Garrett, uh, we're almost out of time here for the first segment, so I think we better bring in the trivia question.
1: All right, let's do it. All right. Garrett, we're
0: going to test you on your local knowledge this time. We've we've tried putting you through the ringer on engineering-types questions and history questions, and we can't beat you. So we're going to bring you into the local world now. Garrett, this world-renowned jazz musician was born on September 23rd, 1926. Saxophonist, composer, band leader. He was born in nearby Hamlet, North Carolina. He was drafted into the Navy during World War II, where he played with the Naval Band. He was nominated for eight Grammys and won one. His album, A Love Supreme, is one of the most iconic and acclaimed jazz albums of all time. His work is celebrated every year at an international jazz and blues festival named in his name in High Point, North Carolina on Labor Day weekend every year. Garrett, what world-famous jazz musician do we celebrate as a homegrown hero right here in our own backyard? All right, Garrett's going to think about that one. He's got a smile on his face. He actually might know this one. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM. WTOB 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to the Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray. Doug Ray is off this week. And in this segment, we're talking about taking risks. Are you a financial risk taker? Garrett, Uh, we asked you a trivia question (laughs) and, uh, we're going to get to the answer on that. We're going to see if we stumped you. I seriously doubt we stumped too many people in the triad area because they're well familiar with this one, but we're testing you since you're new to the area. But before we get to the trivia question, I've got a question for everybody else out there. Are you looking forward to your retirement? Do you want to confirm that you're making the best decision for your retirement? Well, good news. We offer a no cost, no obligation, second review slash opinion of your current portfolio and we're going to see if we can help you retire the job and keep the paycheck by better aligning your portfolio to meet your retirement goals and objectives we'd love to sit down with you as i said there's no cost no obligation to do this but you do got to pick up the phone and give us a call our phone number is 336-391-3409 that's 336-391-3409 you can also visit us online at thewealthguardians.com All right, Garrett, are we ready?
1: I think so. All right, (laughs) here we go.
0: The trivia question before the break was this. Garrett, this world-renowned jazz musician, was born on September twenty-third, 1926 in Hamlet, North Carolina. He's a saxophonist, a composer, a band leader. He was drafted into the Navy during World War II, where he played with the Naval Band. He was nominated for eight Grammys over his lifetime and won one. His album, A Love Supreme, is one of the most iconic and acclaimed jazz albums of all time. And his work is celebrated here in the triad every year at the International Jazz and Blues Festival that's named after him in High Point. And that's on Labor Day weekend every year. Garrett, what world-renowned jazz musician do we celebrate as a homegrown hero right here in our own backyard?
1: Okay, so I've got a little story to tell about this one. I I think I know the name. So... When I was growing up, me and my younger brother, we grew up outside of Monroe, North Carolina, a little town called Indian Trail, uh, North Carolina, um, suburb of Charlotte, Union County. Some people may know it. We would, we had the, the we were blessed to be able to go spend a significant time with my grandparents during the summer. Who lived up here? Well, they at the time they lived down in the Southport, oh. North Carolina area, so okay. like Wilmington, Southport, North Carolina.
0: Because I know your dad grew yep. up here. Okay. Yes,
1: yeah. So we would drive though from the Monroe area all the way down to Southport, and we'd take Highway seventy-four. We drive through Hamlet. So I remember seeing as a child the sign of this guy that was famous from Hamlet, and I'm like, "Oh, it's a small town. Like, what? Who's famous from here?" I want to say his last name began with a C. Coltrane is coming to mind. Coltrane, something like that. John Coltrane. Ding, ding, they, ding, okay, ding, I ding, ding, right.
0: Very go. good boy. Once again, you yeah. can't put one over on Garrett. We've tested him on engineering <laughs> questions. We've tested him on history, on uh, Navy questions. Yeah. And uh, now we've gone with jazz music and he, we can't stump him folks. It's uh, I think we only got you one time out of all of these trivia questions. Yeah. Excellent job, Garrett. And I know yeah. that everyone else out there knew that. Cause if you've lived in this area for any period of time at all, you know, that John yeah. Coltrane is from the area and, uh, I love Supreme and uh, Olay and Blue Note are just some of the uh, John Coltrane albums in my collection. That when I feel like being in a jazz mood, that I'm happy <laughs> to put go. on. That's where I go. All yeah. right, very good. Well, let's uh, let's get to our main topic here. Are you a risk taker, Garrett? What are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, that's a a, a key part of, of sitting down with, with uh, any financial planner, and they say, hey, you know, how much risk uh, are you willing to take on? Um, and so we've got a great question over here, Bryce. You know, what percentage of your clients consider themselves to be comfortable with risk, and what percentage consider themselves to be risk adverse?
0: Well, um, I don't know that it's a black and white question. Everybody has different levels of comfort, so you can't say I am not comfortable with risk or I am comfortable with risk. It's mm-hmm. it's a usually a declining value system. So <laughs> that's very s- true. Somebody, if they're thirty or forty years old, maybe even in their early fifties probably quite comfortable with risk um at least they could afford to be and i i I think that that matches up with that but once they're getting to be five years from retirement their comfort level is dropping and Mm -hmm. every year that they get closer and closer to retirement they realize intuitively that they'd better start protecting their nest egg instead of allowing it to have these big bumps in the market and uh so I don't know that it's a black or white thing. We analyze this through a Riskalyze questionnaire. So when we sit down with somebody, mm-hmm. and if, if you picked up the phone and called us at 336-391-3409 and said to Leonard Joy, hey, I'd like to meet with uh, Doug Garrett and Bryce and, and sit down and do a uh, a planning process with them and see if I'm ready for retirement. One of the things that we're going to do with you is force you to go through a risk tolerance questionnaire with a, uh, a software that we use called Riskalyze. Yep. And it's a series of really tough questions. Garrett, you've seen this in action. I have. Yep. And it's it's actually one of my favorite parts of the whole planning process.
1: It is. It's it cause is. Because we
0: sit back and we watch people struggle with these questions. <laughs> and this software intuitively gets to know you and it starts making the questions harder and harder. It's giving you options questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the end, people are sweating. If it's a husband and wife team, they're sitting here looking at each other. What do we do in a situation like this? What do we do? And it forces you to come up with an answer, but it's going to give you a score. And uh, that's what percentage, I mean, going back to the question, what percentage of our clients consider themselves to be comfortable with risk? I would say a hundred percent of them consider themselves less comfortable than they did five years ago yep. and will consider themselves even less comfortable a year out from now than they are today. Mm-hmm. And that's what a, a good financial planner would get to understand them and create a portfolio that is appropriate for that. The yep. question would be then Garrett, how often does someone's portfolio actually match their feeling about risk, their risk tolerance? So if we give them that yep. risk tolerance questionnaire yep. and they come out with a score of between one and hundred, say that their risk tolerance score comes out to be a 35 how often would you say that that portfolio of theirs yep. actually matches that?
1: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, you talked about how it's, it's, it's somewhat entertaining for us, but I think it's such an important part of our four-meeting process that we dedicate that time to going through that risk-alized questionnaire because, shockingly, the, the, the amount of times that someone's or a household's risk tolerance lines up with their portfolio and the amount of risk that it's taking on easily less than 50% of the time you know, and sometimes we get questions from clients, you know, how could this be? Why is this? You know, it's, to me, it's always part of the reason why they're talking to a financial planner in the first place. Hmm. Um, they have gone through life and they're about to enter a new stage of life, which is incredibly important as we're preparing for retirement. We may not have been as diligent about tracking our investments over that same period of time that we experienced life. So as we personally become, uh, more and more risk adverse, we haven't necessarily tuned up our portfolio to reflect our personal feelings about risk. That's um,
0: that's key, right there. That's exactly yeah. what it is.
1: And, and so, taking that time, that dedicated time to get to know a, a, a person or get to know a couple who's facing this a uh, critical step in their life, and going through that risk uh, tolerance questionnaire is so important because, again, that the results are shocking. Less than fifty percent. I'd say thirty to forty percent.
0: No, yeah, get- I, w- I would say that's even high. I would s- <laughs> I would say maybe maybe 15 to 20 percent of some of the people who sit down with us and they take the risk tolerance yep. questionnaire and then we we analyze the risk on their portfolio with that same software. I would say maybe 15 20 percent of the time does somebody's uh, risk, in their portfolio actually match their risk tolerance. And it's because exactly what you said, their risk tolerance five years ago was up pretty high. And while their risk tolerance has decreased, they've never adjusted their portfolio accordingly. Mm -hmm. And so it's been left behind to be subjected to these high market volatilities. And of course, people aren't aware of that until the market actually swats them around a little bit. And that's what's happening now. People are coming in here saying, you know, I thought my advisor was doing a really good job for me, but bam, I've lost 30%, 25% over the last year and I, I didn't want to lose that. I thought my advisor was doing a better job than that. Well, yep. it's 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 so easy to mistake a uh, good advisor for a bull market and yes. your advisor doesn't have a lot to do if he's not monitoring risk when the market is going up and you're not aware of what he's actually not doing until that market takes a downward swing. So that's why that happens. But uh, Garrett, for people who don't know how much they're, how much risk they're taking, how would they be able to tell?
1: Well, you know, the first thing you want to do is come to that personal decision. Hey, this is important to me. This is important to my household. Uh, I need to go sit down with a financial planner and become serious about where my investments are placed. And quite frankly, you're in control. You're, You're the captain of that ship. You get to work with that financial planner and say, this is how much risk now that I've gone through this discovery process a little bit. This is how much risk I'm willing to take on. Help me get there. There's other ways that you know we tend to help clients. We've got some other software that take a look at their fee structure that they're currently in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we talk about that all the time. Um, If you've got relatively a, a high fee structure in your investments, then those investments have to take on more and more risk to overcome the fee that's weighing them down. That's true. So, is there things that recommendations we can make there to put them in a little bit? a uh, better situation there.
0: So. Absolutely, there is. We use a lot of different software. So the question is, for people who don't know how much risk they're taking, how would they be able to tell? Well, you'd want to sit down with not just an investment advisor. You'd want to sit down with a financial planner. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are. We're financial planners here. We're financial planners that specialize in retirement planning specifically. So we're, we're very... Uh, well attuned to the ways that a portfolio needs to be designed for somebody moving from the wealth accumulation phase of life to the wealth preservation stage of life. Uh, That's how you can tell. And uh, you want to sit down with a fiduciary, first Mm -hmm. and foremost. We are fiduciaries by our certificates and our licenses. I'm a fiduciary. Doug's a fiduciary. Garrett, you're now a fiduciary. Uh, That's the key thing. A fiduciary has to look out for for the client's best interests. They can't look after their own. If you are uh, just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with uh, Garrett and Bryce, and we're talking about risk. Are you a risk taker? So that's, mm-hmm. that's the topic of this second segment here. And Garrett, we've got time for one more here. Yeah. Why do so many people take unnecessary risks with their retirement money?
1: Oh, man. Well, you know, I think what I look about it is, is part of it is, is that, you know, that old-fashioned greed. Um, you know, people just like to see big numbers on their statements, I think, sometimes. And they don't necessarily think about what that could be exposing them to should things, should the market conditions worsen. And that's another thing that I think has played in, especially recently. We've had a 12 year bear market that has been on a tear. Um, and so, you know, you, you have to think someone who's entering that retirement window now, five to seven years, they were potentially in their mid-50s, early 50s, maybe even late 40s when this bull market started. So what has happened? They've combined two things. They were far enough away from retirement at the time that the bull market took off that they weren't really thinking about it, but they also coincided that with the prime years of earning potential. You typically make the most money in your life in your 40s, 50s, and entering your 60s. So they've had all this massive success, and that's a hard thing to let go and have re-examined and re-looked at from a financial planner.
0: That's absolutely true. And you know what? That reminds me, Garrett, that we've got a uh, seminar coming up talking about mm-hmm. risk and, and, and uh, retirement and investing in these these volatile times. We've got a, a uh, seminar coming up on October 13th and 18th, Retirement in Turbulent Times. We'd love to see you there. It's, uh, like I said, October 13th and 18th, 6.30 p.m. in Clemens, North Carolina at the Broyhill Building where our office is at. There's no cost or obligation to attend, but you do have to register. So pick up that phone and give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also register by going to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and clicking on the events tab. And uh, Garrett, I want to thank you for joining me here. We're out of time, as we are. Yeah, that was a blast, uh, Bryce. Thanks. As we are every week at this time. We're out <laughs> of time. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.